Jay Whitman is close to me. And Without the first, and the first, and the first, and the first acting role film that we were producing. So there was no, we, yeah, we, we, we it's, it's our project. So I didn't have to, uh, I didn't have to do any, go through any processes. Luckily, I was good enough to pull it off. What I would recommend though is um, doing as much material as you can, as long as you don't think that it's going to embarrass you. But if you're good, uh, even if the production isn't that good, you can kind of stand out even more. So I wouldn't always turn down a, a role just because you think that it's going to be low quality. Because a lot of times my brother and I have looked at something and it's low quality and it gave somebody the opportunity to shine. They come in and I be, and it, they're so different, they're so separate from them that you can it stands out right there. So I'm like, well, that person isn't bad. Production's bad, but that person is standing out. So I wouldn't always shy away unless you think it's something that's really compromising. I wouldn't even shy away from doing those types of roles either because every time we see somebody, every time we're looking, we remember. You might not know that people are looking at you, but a lot of times they're looking. And we find, we found several, several of the people at the Hidden Urbans from clips and things that they put on there. And we'll contact them, so it's not even all about going to the auditions and all of that. Put out the material, put out as many clips and things as you can. Try to be diverse with it. If you're, if you're good at drama, try to do, put things in there to where they can see different things. Push that, and that's another way you can hustle it too. So it doesn't always take, if you're trying to score big, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really get into the business because of that. But I would get in because I love it. Then that's, that's a lot of times that's, that's a byproduct of it. So I hope that helped out a little bit. And I don't see clicks with me. For um, I started acting as a kid. I knew I wanted to do it as a kid, but I didn't have the support from my family because they didn't believe that I would make it anywhere. So I still got involved in stuff like school plays and once I went to college, because I wanted to go to college for performing arts, my family did not support it. So I went to college for accounting. But while I was there studying accounting, I took a, an elective in film in one of the film majors, and I graduated from Georgia State, by the way, so it's right over there. But yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> during college, I started taking classes at Premier Actors Network. That's with Dwayne Boyd. And we studied improv and code reading. And then from there, I was like, okay, I know I can go and be in other people's stuff, but I knew what type of roles I wanted to play. So I started writing my own stuff and shooting little stuff. And I was like, my my goal was, I'm gonna, they're gonna see me promoting myself to the point that they're gonna come to me and want me to be in their projects. And I may or may not have to audition. And this is a perfect example, because I don't even know where they found me. I guess on ID or somewhere. I no, 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 I was, uh, I, was, I was looking at YouTube. I, I, put, in, oh. I put in actors, because I, I put in actors in Atlanta. And so I started looking yeah. at everybody. That's another thing. You, it's, and when you post something on YouTube, sometimes people will go there. And if you have a city or something you're from, um, I just typed in actors in Atlanta. And a lot of stuff with Donald Glover came up. <laughs> I didn't want it to. But that's that's what I did. And I, and I go through and I look and I see um, every now and then you find a gem. And, and I did. So I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it didn't hurt that you fired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how much I have 
like that, but I do a, a little bit of everything. So I work out, I act, and I do yard work. So I'm just out there, and people be hitting me up with paid gigs. And I'm like, you know, I'm just, it's, I'm blessed to be a part. <laughs> yeah, so we had to, all of the little things, you know, we had to go to school for two years doing that that I guess you all are learning now. We don't have a we don't have a we don't have a project that's not that doesn't look like it's right. It's 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 it looks polished. You never know. Was that 
something that's a few minutes longer, and let's say like five minutes, and it looks quality, invested it properly, and it looks good, people are more willing to help you out with like location. If you come in with just something that looked like you just ran and just shot it real fast, and you go up to people and say, I want to use your spot. But if they see that you get quality, people want to help you, they want to be a part of it. So if you shoot something, instead of, I see people shooting 30 minutes, an hour, stuff that isn't that good, and try to move ahead, I wouldn't recommend that. I recommend doing something that's real short. And when you show it to people, people want to be a part of that. So as far as location, that's another consideration. They do it for free, most of the time, because they already own businesses. They feel like they can help. They can, that too. They can help you. You might shout them out or something. And also, I can just add on a little bit is when you first getting started out, you may not have the funds to do everything. So you don't have the money to hire all these extra people. So you're going to be like the person, you're going to be the executive producer, the producer, the director. You're going to be all of those things until you put out that quality that people like. And then the next thing you know, before you know it, people may be wanting to invest in your project. And then you can go and hire those people. But still, as an accountant, I'm like, still budget. Budget is everything, you know, so. One more thing real quick. Um, I just uh, joined the Country Wayne University, y'all. Y'all watch those little kids. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Oh, great. But that's, that's an iPhone. <laughs> that's an iPhone. Literally. Doing this. Doing this. Just film it. Film it. Outside. At the different actors' houses. Yeah. Outside. Three minutes. Talk about kids. There is no excuse, man. Um, I mean, you guys know. I mean, you guys are here. Um, tell them what you shot with. Uh, we, the first one was the Lumex. Uh, we had the GH4, then we added the GH5. We did the uh, Black Magic. Okay. So that's what Black Magic is mainly what we use because it's sensible, it's potential resolved. That's software that I, that's what I edit with. I used to use, uh, I start off with Sony Vegas. Shot flat, yeah, shoot flat, shoot flat. So what does that mean? That's when it has like it looks, it looks washed out, like when you no we, color grading, right? Because yeah. we we have a we have an excellent color grader. He's 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 the top, one of the tops in the business. So he basically take we shoot it flat, but we'll shoot it in um in um I forget what they call it, but it's the it's the big plate. So whereas he can take the stuff and it looks washed out when we first shoot it, it just looks like Land. Mm -hmm. Right. And when you shoot it flat, when you shoot it flat, it gives the it gives the person that's gonna do the color grading a lot more range. Dynamic range. They can they can you shoot it flat, then they can go in and they can make the reds pop. They can make the 
yellow, everything was kind of harder. So um, when, we, when we did the first short, we didn't shoot black. Luckily, it still ended up wonderful, but we learned to start shooting about as flat as we can, and that way they, they give them more, uh, that gives them the ability to go in there and really rinse things in black. Yes, ma'am. Hello, my name is Kafula Josephine. I am media, not quite an SAE student, but I'm always learning. And I kind of experienced some of those things because I thought it was easy to grab a mic and talk to people and just put it on YouTube. But that quality, the color, the sound. So I'm learning, what do you all go through and how do you get through your mistakes? Like when you, when you mess up or your sound cuts out or something just goes wrong, it makes you want to give up, but how do you stay in it? Public isn't going to see it with mistakes, so we have really no choice but to, to push, to push along. Um, you mean as far as like audio, audio, if audio is dropped out? Normally we try to do the live and the Zoom. I can pick up one or the other. Uh, as far as both of them failing, that's kind of rare. I would have, probably have to reshoot because trying to have somebody go back. If I can't, if I can hear some of the audio, then we'll do the. We'll do ADF. That's what we record over. If I can hear some of it, but if I can't hear any of it, you gotta push it. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? If it, when things go wrong, if they happen, it's like I didn't know that they were things went wrong today. You know, we just every day that we that we film something went wrong. Something. You gotta, you gotta, you, you just the end product. If, if you're not built for handling that. Yeah, just, just have it, just have it, just know it going into it and, and have the attitude. This is kind of like my attitude. I know that a lot of people are going to drop out, 